stars could shine between the lines if you would let yourself go find some place you know you can use your words use your hands you can change the world you just pretend express yourself take a chance and you'll see who you'll be it's time to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Hello and welcome back to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people a platform to give teens a voice. Right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. For today's show, Be The Star You Are, wants to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported BTSYA over the years. We are thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit www.btsya.com. Every dollar counts, and we will use the funds for our outreach programs. Make sure to listen to Express Yourself wherever you would listen to radio or music. iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Radio, the largest radio network in the world. I'm Ruhani, and I'm the host of our show today, and we have an incredible show planned. It is actually our 600th broadcast, which is so crazy, and I am so happy to be able to host this amazing achievement. And in segment two, I'll be talking to Cynthia Bryan about New Year's resolutions. In segment three, I'll be ending off the year with some of my poetry. And right now, I'll be giving you all a recap of this year. So let's get started. So, like last year, 2021 has been pretty much defined by COVID, but things did seem to be getting better before this new variant came around, yet I'm sure everything will be fine, let's hope. You know, it's very easy to be pessimistic or upset about the state of our world today, and it's pretty valid, but there have been some pretty awesome occurrences and events this year, among some pretty bad ones, but I will be sharing all of them. So let's go back to January. And oh, January, the year did start out with a bit of turbulence. Yes, we had the Capitol insurrection on the 6th, which was quite quite frankly terrifying. And even thinking about it is kind of bizarre. But we also had Olivia Rodrigo, teenage superstar, dropping her super hit driver's license. I remember immediately loving the song once it came out on the 8th of January, I think it was. And Olivia has actually spoken about this herself. She said that her life practically changed when the song dropped. And I can believe that because literally everyone was listening to it. Then then 12 days later, um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were inaugurated into the White House. And Amanda Gorman, a huge inspiration of mine, recited her poem, The Hill We Climb. And my favorite line from that poem has to be, and yes, we are far from polished, far from pristine, but that doesn't mean we are striving to form a union that is perfect. We are striving to forge our union with purpose. And it literally gives me chills. 
Then February rolled by, and the Super Bowl happened. I'm not a big sports enthusiast, but I do know that the Kansas City Chiefs um, played against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers won. I'm going to be honest with you guys. My brother was very engrossed in the game, but I was focused on the halftime show, and The weekend performed. He's a very good singer. And I remember thinking about how nice it was because things seemed a bit back to normal. And then in March, I turned 16 in quarantine. It was still fun. I was able to invite a friend over. And other than my very important birthday, the Oprah Winfrey interview with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry came out. And it was quite a breakthrough. Um, A lot was revealed about the royal family, including allegations of racism against Harry and Meghan's son. That's gross. Uh, What else? Um, The Grammys happened in person, and I remember being so excited because my favorite artist was up for awards, and he won. It's Harry Styles, and I've kind of grown up being a fan of his for the past six years, so it was really cool seeing how his career evolved, and watching him win a Grammy was so enjoyable. I kind of acted like it was my own achievement. And then in April... um, the Oscars occurred. History was made when South Korean actress Yoon Ya Jung became the first Korean woman to win an Academy Award for the Best Actress in a supporting role for Minari, which was a great movie. Also, Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh, passed away at 99 years old. Very sad. But May was a month full of pop culture. The Italian band Mainskin won Eurovision, an international song writing competition organized annually by the European Broadcasting Union. Ariana Grande, who is an incredibly famous singer, got married to Dalton Gomez, a real estate agent. Yet another couple broke up. Bill and Melinda Gates, um, they divorced after many years of marriage. Ooh. But in other news from that month, a super blood moon, the first total lunar eclipse for two years, was visible across the Pacific. And I'm jealous of Whoever got to see it, because I actually missed it. Um, That sucks. But the summer was full of interesting events. Um, In June, Israel's parliament voted in favor of a new coalition government, ending Benjamin Netanyahu's 12-year term as prime minister. Um, He was replaced by Naftali Bennett. And in July, the Summer Olympics began. The top five were U.S. with 39 gold medals. China with 38, Japan with 27, Great Britain with 22, and Russia with 20. In addition, Derek Chauvin, the murderer of George Floyd, was sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison, which was a very monumental moment for our history. And by the time fall began, it was an interesting time for me because I had to go back to in-person school, which I knew is a which I know is a rare, very rough adjustment for a lot of people, and it was quite the challenge. I'm not gonna lie. I remember we even had a show about it. But there's a silver lining. In fall, concerts began happening again, which I think they're going to stop soon. But on November 11th, I was able to go to one. And it was so much uh, fun. Definitely the highlight of my year. And I feel like the end of the year was feels kind of more grim than the beginning. I feel like I had a ha- lot more hope you know, in the earlier months, because things seem to be getting better. In May, it seemed as if uh, 50% of U.S. adults are vaccinated, according to the Biden administration. However, with the new variant going around, it is very likely we'll be returning to our previous accommodations like online school. 
But, but I still think that 2022 can be our year, and I'm excited for what comes next. I'm really hoping it's a great year. And unfortunately, we are out of time for this segment. During the break, check out our website and www.whothestarur.org. Keep listening for more as I will be talking to Cynthia Bryan about our New Year's resolutions. Thank you. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to Express Yourself. I'm Ruhani, and this is our 600th broadcast. Um, Today, I'll be sharing some of my New Year's resolutions with Cynthia Bryan. Hi, Cynthia. Well, hi, Ruhani. It's really exciting to be on the 600th show. I remember being uh, prepping for the first show, which was back in 2010. So uh, we have been at this weekly for a very long time and 600. And this is all uh, attributed to you and the young teens who have made their way in journalism and trying to bring some positive media and positive voice. So thank you for hosting today. This is fun. And thank you for being such a good producer. You know, Express Yourself is such an amazing outlet for so many teens, and it's really the highlight of my week to be doing this. Oh, well, thank you. You know what? That's the whole point, is that I really and truly believe with all my heart that it's you, young people, who people always say it's the future, but I really feel that you are the today as well. And my goal in producing Express Yourself is to give you a voice, to give you a platform so that you can express yourself and say what you need to say without any censorship or editing or anything, because uh, we need to listen. <laughs> you know, right. as adults, we've had our we've had our time in the sun and now it's your time to shine. So the, the more that the more that you can get your um, feelings out there, your expressions, everything that you need, I think the better. And hopefully change is on its way. I mean, I, I, to save the climate, it's going to be up to you. 
And right. I, sure hope, I sure hope it's going to happen. Well, you mentioned about talking about resolutions. So have you actually made any resolutions for the next year? Well, you know, as the year is coming to an end, I feel like I was reflecting on some things I could have done differently. And I think one of them is honestly to stress less, which I say a lot, but never really apply to my own life. Um, in that case, I mean, you know, for grades, I think I should take it a bit more easy. I get super hung up on like one or two points, which really I never used to be like that. But I feel like once you're a junior in high school, it becomes your whole entire world because you have to go to college. But like even when I'm an adult, I feel like if I apply that kind of, you know, taking an easy route, it would really help me in a lot of ways. You know, I couldn't agree with you more. I think you just need to breathe through it and know, you know, do your work, show up, exactly. do the work, and then just go in and do it because there's nothing else you can. I mean, I, I know how stressed you were about your finals, and I kept <laughs> saying to you, you're going to ace them. I know it. And then today you said to me, oh, I thought I failed one, and I found out I got an A. Yeah. <laughs> so you were yeah. really stressing about nothing. The whole idea is to be prepared, and that is but kind of part of what goals are all about too. Uh, you really, we really do have to uh, do our homework, you know, in a professional way, not leave it to the end. You know, I thought maybe this would be appropriate uh, to read if you're okay with it. Um, this is a chapter from my book, "Be the Star You Are for Teens: Simple Gifts for Living, Laughing, Learning, and Leading," and it's called "The Gift of Goals and Resolutions." and why I thought this would be a good uh, chapter to um, to read to our listeners is because it really gives you concrete tools on how you can create your uh, resolutions and goals and keep to them. What do you think? Do you think I should? Um, should I do would this? love to listen to it. It's such okay. an amazing book. Yeah. Okay. Well, here we go. This again. This is called the Gift of Goals um, by Cynthia Bryan. And it's from the book, Be the Star You Are for Teams, Simple Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning and Leading. So Winston Churchill wrote, it is a mistake to try to look too far ahead. The chain of destiny can only be grasped one link at a time. I believe in the importance of having goals and more importantly, of writing them down. When we fail to plan, we plan to fail. And if we don't know where we're going, we'll never get there. So every January, people make resolutions. They want to lose weight. They want to earn more money. They want to sleep more hours. They want to travel to distant lands, spend more time with loved ones. But by the beginning of April, most of those great intentions have been long forgotten in the fast-paced existence that we call life. And although statistics indicate that it only takes 30 days to drop an old habit or learn a new one, most of us just don't stick with our plans long enough to reap any benefits. Now, clients of all ages have come to me for help in conceiving and achieving their aspirations, and I don't have any magic wand. I can only offer a few tips that may assist you in setting your goals, reaching for the stars, and actually living your dreams. And here is what they are. Focus on the positives in your life instead of the negatives. Make a list of everything big and small that you accomplished in the last 12 months. Forget about what you did not do. Just let it go. Acknowledge your strengths and then pat yourself on the back. Learn to congratulate yourself and celebrate. You'll be astonished at how much you did achieve. 
Eliminate excuses from your vocabulary. People say to me that they want to write a book or they want to audition for a movie, but they don't have the time. They don't know how. They don't know if they have the skills. They don't think that they could do it. Well, there is only one now. So just do it and quit talking about it. Create a plan of action by breaking down your goals into small, realistic steps. For example, don't say, I'm going to lose 25 pounds this year. Instead, say, I will be healthier this year with a goal of losing two pounds per month and I'll weigh 130 pounds by December 1st. Those two pounds per month sound doable, while 25 pounds sounds like a stretch. Just remember, by the inch, it's a cinch. Decide how much time you can give to your dreams and then stick to it. Again, start small. Allocate one hour a week or three hours a month or perhaps just one uninterrupted weekend. Tackle each obstacle as it arises without letting a monster into your psyche. Make a list of everyone who can help you achieve your goals and then share your ideas. This is especially important if achieving your dreams impacts the time that you're going to spend with friends, family, or coworkers. Do not underestimate the people that love you. Engage them. When you let them know what you're striving for, they'll be more than willing to help you get there. Ask for help from your parents first. Get organized. Now, this has to be in capital letters. So here it is again. Get organized, all capitalized. (laughs) That means organize your workspace, organize your home life, organize your backpack, organize your locker, organize your closet, your purse, your wallet, your car, your schedules. If you operate in clutter and chaos, it'll be challenging to create anything new in your life. Be a list maker. Create a master to-do list and better yet, create a chart with daily, weekly, and monthly goals. This allows you to see what you've accomplished and what you need to do to get to the next agenda. Then plan ahead. Interruptions and unexpected emergencies are always going to arrive. So always allow your space and time that you might need in case they do come. Be specific. Many teens say they want better grades. But what does it mean to have better grades? Do you want to just pass or do you want an A? Would receiving a B or a C be acceptable? Other kids have told me they want to be accepted. Again, what does that mean? How do you want to achieve that goal? Will you join a club? Do you want to be part of a social group? Or are you looking for others to complement your fashion style? What kind of friend are you looking for? I have often said that my dream home would be on water. And I daily envision myself living on a lake. But we had a tremendous rainfall. Our creeks overflowed. Our gardens and our driveway flooded. So when I looked out in the morning, I was living on a rushing river and a lake. But it wasn't exactly what I truly wanted because I wasn't being specific enough. So (laughs) you have to be clear. You have to be very specific. I don't want to be living on on a um, flooded driveway. (laughs) Now, don't get overwhelmed. Remember to pamper yourself. Step back. Reevaluate your progress as you go along. Your goal is to celebrate the accomplishments and not chide yourself for the setbacks. And keep your eye on the price. Focus on how you will feel when you've reached your dreams. You know, it's a process to make your dreams come true. And you have to dream big in the first place. 
always remember you're going to have doubts and you're going to have down days. I mean, no one is 100% on track all the time. So work towards your strengths, not your weaknesses. And the result is going to be more balance, more purpose, and most of all, more happiness. People achieve what they think they have the ability to achieve. Hard work, sacrifice, and commitment deserve applause. You want to create SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T, and I'm going to tell you how to do that, and watch your successful habits soar. And then you have to reward yourself for your successes and keeping your goals realistic, doable, accountable, and specific. You're going to find yourself creating the future you have always wanted. And, honey, this is an exercise that I really, really think helps people. So I'm going to share that. It's called SMART Goals, and it is it is spelled out S-M-A-R-T because the goals can be set and accomplished all year long when you use this SMART Goals. Now, SMART stands for, the S stands for specific, the M stands for measurable, the um, A stands for achievable, the R stands for relevant, and the T, timely. And then uh, let me just tell you how that works. So specific. So let's say you wanted to learn to speak Chinese. That's specific. But if you just say, I want to make more money, that's not specific. If you want to know if you are designing a SMART goal, ask yourself, what do I mean by that? Measurable. Learning to speak Chinese in 13 weeks is measurable. But being rich is not. So your actions must be calculated and you have to know when you will have achieved success. So just how much money is more money to you? For example, if you tell me I want to make more money next year, fine, I'll give you a quarter. I give you a dollar or give you, you know, two million dollars. <laughs> what do you what do you want? I mean, so you have to be clear. Is it? You know, because to make more money, it could be a penny. If you make a penny, if somebody gives you a penny, that's more than you had before, right? Yeah. Okay, the next one is achievable. Going back to Chinese, learning to speak Chinese in 13 weeks so that I can order food in a Chinese restaurant is achievable. But losing 50 pounds, you know, in a year is probably not achievable. So be realistic about what you can truly accomplish. Success is going to be success. So you want to set your goals that are within a reach that you know that you can self-determine them and then don't set yourself up for failure. You know, just don't make the goal so big that there's no way you're going to do it. Now, relevant, this is the R. Learning to speak Chinese in 13 weeks so that I can order food in a Chinese restaurant While vacationing in China, now that is relevant. (laughs) The goal must really matter to you. If you don't have a good reason for that goal, you're not going to do it. You're going to drop the goal after a few weeks of attempts. But, I mean, think about that. If you're trying to learn Chinese in 13 weeks because you're traveling to China and you want to be able to order Chinese food, that is, like, exciting. And then timely, here it is. Learning to speak Chinese by the time I leave for my vacation to Beijing gives you an end point. So if that, if you are leaving on vacation on March 1st, that is an end point. So you know that you have those weeks to learn it. So even if you want to have a goal forever, 
always put an end date to the cycle. And then you can start anew when it's accomplished. So, you know, if you, again, if you want to get uh, those grades, if you want to have all A's, you just can't say I want all A's. You have to say in what and how long it's going to take you. When is the end time? So just remember that the time is now. If you work your plan and plan your work, As Yoda said, do or do not, there is no try. I really like that, do or do not. And just stop making useless resolutions. Instead, get out a paper and pencil or a pen or get on your computer, start dreaming, reach for one small star at a time, and before long, you will be playing in a big galaxy. So I hope that that will help everybody have a more prosperous, healthy, happy, fulfilling um, holiday and new year, right? Because we all want to sparkle and shine. Yeah. And I think with that advice, if anyone follows it, they will have a great 2022. And I feel like breaking down goals and making sure you know what those goals are, you know, like smart goals is the most effective way to get through anything, whether that be school or work or whatever you're doing, whatever stage of life you're in. And you have to, I really liked what you said about, you know, giving yourself positivity, like rewarding yourself and congratulating yourself because it's easy to be very hard and have big expectations, but it's also very important to make sure you um, surround yourself with that positivity. And it really motivates me when I'm around people I love or even when I remind myself, hey, you're doing a good job. And being organized, actually, is something I've struggled with, especially during online school. But this year, you know, I made sure I would be on top of everything, you know, balance all my extracurriculars, balance all my classes. And I was actually able to do pretty well this semester. So I would like to congratulate myself on that. And I want to congratulate you uh, to piggyback on that, because (laughs) from the time you started as a reporter, you just you really put in the work the dedication, the caring, and you just soared to the top to become a a host, like right away. Thank you. (laughs) And every time that you're on, you're prepared, and you always have something that's very relevant to discuss. And to me, that is the sign of someone who really has a career in front of them as a journalist or an an on-air person, an on-camera person. And you have what it takes, Ruhani, so (laughs) definitely pat yourself on the back. And in addition to that, I mean, I only found out in the last uh, couple weeks here that you're actually a poet on top of that and that you write poetry. And I just can't wait to hear some of your poetry um, coming up in the next segment. But, you know, remember to one thing I want to just give to people is sometimes you have to toot your own horn. If you don't have anybody that's going to toot it for you. (laughs) And I I don't mean that in a bragging way. I mean, part of being the star you are is knowing that you have a special gift and knowing that you are unique and that knowing that you have been put on this earth to share that gift with other people. So it's really important to share it when you can. So I was so excited to learn about your poetry. And you are just really, really very, um, very adept. And it's very, they're very deep words. You can tell that you've been thinking about it a lot. So now getting back to resolutions, do you want to share any of your resolutions besides, you know, stressing less (laughs) for this year? And I would agree, you know, take time to breathe. Um, if you just the more you stress it doesn't help anything right it's like worry 
by worrying. I used to always tell my mom when my mom would say, oh, I'm worried about this or I'm worried about that. I would say, does you no good to worry? So I decided in my life not to worry. When my son became a firefighter, she said, oh, aren't you worried? And I said, no, I leave the worrying to you. So <laughs> leave the worrying to somebody else and just, you know, just do what you can because we can't control everything. Yeah, and I think moms are there to worry, so I think moms are very good at that. Yes, so that's it. So let her worry, and you just do what you can to be the best person you can and to achieve the goals that you have set for yourself. Exactly, and, you know, going back to, like, stressing less, kind of hanging out with friends more because I've been very, you know, occupied with other things. Obviously, I'm still going to, you know, be on top of everything, but it's important to also, you know, have some downtime and spend time with the people you love. And that's both friends and family for me. And also, I want to learn new recipes. Um, oh, you know, fun. Yeah. If Rose is on, um, she would probably talk about how she makes all these, like, recipes. And she's really inspired me to be a healthier chef. And I love going to the farmer's market now. And I hope it doesn't shut down due to COVID. Well, you know, um, what about the little farm, you know? Oh, I mean, right, and... Yeah. Yes. What about that? And with growing your own things with your grandfather and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's been pretty good. Um, unfortunately, some of his plants got like torn down. It was like a whole mess. Like because he's a community garden with a bunch of other. Oh people. yes. And yes. Then someone accidentally planted on top of his, but I think they're still growing. We have a lot of zucchinis, which make oh, awesome good. zucchini bread. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what? That would be something fun to start making all kinds of things. I mean. Right now, uh, persimmons are ripe, so um, yeah. not everybody's a fan of persimmons. I happen to really love them, but I, I just made these Italian persimmon pops that, that I put in little cupcake things to give, to, you know, as gifts to people, and then persimmon bread and persimmon pudding. But one of the things that I make with persimmons that, um, you know, I, it's just a recipe I made up myself, but boy, is it good. I make a killer barbecue sauce. <laughs> And you oh, wouldn't wow. think you wouldn't think that you could do that with those hachiya persimmons, but you know they have that sweetness yeah. to them. So instead of having to add a sugar, you can um, you can make a great barbecue sauce if you like barbecue with persimmons, and then you know you just add peppers and vinegar and all the different things, all kinds of things, garlic and wine, and it's it's amazing. You slather it on those ribs or whatever chicken or something, and people always say to me. Gosh, I've never tasted a sauce like this. It's so good. How do you make it? And, of course, if you tell them persimmons, yeah. sometimes they'll go, oh, I don't like persimmons. But I'll go, but you like the sauce, right? Yeah, they didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> so sometimes it's fun to do a recipe that disguises, right? Yeah. That disguises what you um, what you know. It's like so. natural sugar, right? Like parts, all these yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're so good for you. And it makes they're very tasty once you put the right ingredients with them. Mm-hmm. And I really well, want to do you know, that to my the brother. The good thing for yeah. you if, with recipes is there's just so many things online. And, of course, there are all those Food Network shows yeah. now that are, I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, I, especially when you watch these competitions where they're just given ingredients, you know, random ingredients, and you've got to whip something up. But I'm Italian, and that's the way we cook. Um, oh, I, yeah. I actually don't. Uh, read recipes I mean I might you know I might look at it and then I just do my own thing but normally I can just taste something and then decide 
what's in it. But, you know, so when people say, oh, could I have that recipe? It's like, uh, yes, I'll be happy to show you. It's a <laughs> handful of this, you know, a nip of that. I pour, everything has wine in it. <laughs> I love anyway. food. Yeah, it's great. Yes, but you'll have fun doing that. So, yeah. okay, so do you have any other resolutions that you um, are really excited about? Yeah, I also want to write more because I've been kind of stagnant lately. Um, all like the poetry I'm going to read has been ones I wrote a couple months ago. And, you know, because school, I haven't been able to just write and even read, you know, like novels for like spare time. I've been reading more like books I have to read for school. Mm-hmm. And yeah, those are great. But it's also fun to read, you know, whatever novels you particularly like enjoy, I haven't been able to do that so far. And you know how you really have to carve out the time to do that. You know how people always say, oh, I don't have time to do this. I don't have, I don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to whatever it is. The thing about time is we all have just those, um, 20, I mean 20, we only have 60 minutes, um, in an hour. So we have 24 hours in a day and that's all that anybody has. So we can't make more time. We can't have less time. And the secret to time is, is that if you want to get something done, you have to love it enough and want it enough that you're going to carve out that time for it. And that's what people fail to do. And I think especially when they want to lose weight or something. So for you, if you really want to read, you need to decide when are you going to um, when are you going to do it and give yourself that gift of time. I'm I'm a, just a voracious reader, and so I do that. I give myself at least 20 minutes every morning and 20 minutes at night. And I know that I will not. I unless it's an emergency, I am not going to change that time frame because I need that time to just get my brain, you know, yeah. wrapped around something. And sometimes it's something that's for work and sometimes it's something that's just enjoyable that I just want to, I just want to read it to read it. So Do you have any recommendations? Uh, books or? Yeah, book recommendations. You know, I think books are something that is very personal. Mm-hmm. So to me, um, to me, when people ask for a recommendation, I like to—I always like to find out what it is that they love to read. Like for, with me, I really like reading biographies, autobiographies, his, you know, history, um, sometimes historical fiction. I am, I am not—I'm not really into fantasy. Uh, <laughs> me too. You know, I'm not into those things because that's, I'm a writer and I write nonfiction, but I write positive, you know, you know, the kinds of books I write, I write things that are going to empower other people. But I, but so for me, I like to read about people who have been successful and how they did it and how they got there, because I'm a huge believer that if someone can do something, so can you. And, you know, we don't always have to reinvent the wheel. So there are lots of ways to get things done. And so by reading, by reading um, biographies or autobiographies of people who have been there, done that, uh-huh. we can also learn. And so that's a big thing. That's really, um, that would be my biggest recommendation. Now, I will give you, I will say something for people who are listening out there, especially if they like all genres and especially if you are an educator, a parent, a librarian, a guardian, or um, a teenager, 
are you you're looking for books for anything from zero to twenty. I would highly recommend that you go to btsya.com um, and click on book reviews because we have about, I think, about 2,500 book reviews that are written by yeah. peers, that are by young people. And uh, there are so many different books. And then our partner, The Reading Tub, we have a link to them, too. And they we have about 3,000 reviews there. So... I'm sure there's going to be something that you will find that you would love. And you can you can read the review by somebody who is your own age, you know. And you know how when you read a review, you can kind of tell what the people are like? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know, like when I go on, I write for TripAdvisor a lot. And if I'm going to go somewhere, um, I'll read through a lot of reviews. But I wait. I don't take it. How do you say it? I take it with a grain of salt until I get to a review that I can just tell that is a traveler like me because they seem to like the same kind of things that I like. So, you know, when you read a review, remember that they are personal. So that would be my recommendation. (laughs) Yeah. And there's a lot of websites like Goodreads that have um, you're able to write your own reviews. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Goodreads is is um, is really a great place. In fact, uh, we're looking, Be The Star You Are is looking at possibly putting up a whole review site through Goodreads. Yeah. We might be doing that. It's just a matter of um, of, t- of time again <laughs> <laughs> and getting the right person that wants to, you know, wants to do it and has the time <laughs> to yeah. do it or can carve out the time to do it. So, but yeah, there's so many good things that are out there. But in any case, I, I like your idea of, of of at least knowing that we can make our year whatever we want to make it and as long as we have a positive outlook. Right. So we are in tough times right now. And with this new Omicron you know, variant, it's really scary because people who are vaccinated and boosted are yeah. getting these breakthroughs. I mean, they're evidently not as sick um, as, you know, if you didn't have a, um, a vaccine. But we don't really know, we don't know what the virus does to your body down the line. Right. and Right? And that's what's scary. So yeah. I think we just have to try to be as healthy as we can, be as responsible as we yes. can, be as careful as we can, but still live our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think if school does go back online, it would be a shame. But, you know, I feel like um, we have to do the best we can to keep everyone safe, right? Because there are many immunocompromised people. And like you said, even people who are getting vaccinated are getting the virus. So it's important to keep double masking and getting the booster, I think. Yeah, you know, I'm so glad that you said that about double masking because I was actually just talking with a um, doctor friend today who was saying, um, about wearing these N95 masks or double masking is that we really are there again. We are. Um, and one of my friends wrote me from Europe just saying how bad it was in England and in Italy. Um, so we, again, there are many, many um, immune, uh, immunocompromised people out there and there's little kids and um, the elderly, and we really have to care about others. And mm. that's why I want to encourage if you haven't gotten a vaccine, even if you feel 
that vaccines really aren't for you, think about all the people around you. Think mm-hmm. about any of your grandparents or, any, you know, aunts, uncles, or little kids. This seems to, this a virus is going to keep mutating and it's going to keep mutating and keep mutating and keep mutating until it uh, <laughs> it has no place to go. Yeah. And the only place, way it has no place to go is if everybody gets vaccinated. So if we can get to that as a country and as a world to that place like, um, you know, just how everybody has to be vaccinated in order to go to a regular school or, you know, you get vaccinated for smallpox. People, I don't think too many people said, hey, I don't want to get the smallpox vaccine or the polio vaccine. Right. Right. Yeah. So. And I think there's these new um, rules. I'm not sure where I think I forgot. It was New York. I think you have to have like proof of vaccine to get into like restaurants and bars. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, California has that rule now, too. Oh, great. So, yeah, it's um, it is. I think it's a, a good rule. I think the the sad part or the flip side of that that is concerning is there are what do you call them? Do you call them scam artists? Spam are, I don't know what you would, there are fraudulent people out there who are making counterfeit um, vaccination cards. So they don't want to get, you know, they don't want to get vaccinated and they're having people pay them to make them vaccination cards. So I think until there's a system where they can scan your card or, you know, you know how you go to the airport and they scan your driver's license and it comes up and says, you are who you are. Mm -hmm. I probably... Not everybody's going to be honest about it, but I I think it's a really good idea. I think it's a good idea, and that might be the case. It might be that not everybody's going to be going to get the vaccination until it's mandated, or maybe until they've lost too many of their loved ones, because it does appear that the virus is really adversely affecting the unvaccinated and they're filling up the hospitals. So, you know, with that, I think we just have to um, know that we got to be careful as we gather for the holidays. I know many people are actually doing uh, these home tests before they gather with their loved ones. And that sounds really responsible to me. I think. What do you think? Yeah, we have um, at my house, we have these rapid tests, um, take them a lot actually do you yeah I'm impressed that's very cool yeah it's because I go to a lot of like you know club gatherings for school and I'll be around like 20 to 30 people and I live pretty near to my grandparents um I see them quite often so you know just to keep them safe and to keep my parents safe I prefer taking a test right Um, yeah not everyone has those resources though unfortunately and it takes around like two to three days for Many rapid tests come back, yeah. Well, I know, I don't think these these tests are going to be available until the first of the year, but I have read that um, there's going to be a website where anybody can get the test for free, you know, get it sent to the, so they're not having to buy these tests. I know I've bought tests just like at the local CVS, just so that, you know, I have them. But um, I think it's two tests for like $25 or something, you know, I mean, which isn't isn't bad. You go to a site and it's probably more. But I think it's a smart thing to do, um, just like you said, to especially keep grandparents or any older people or anybody who is uh, compromised in any way. And also, I actually like wearing the mask. I didn't think (laughs) I liked it. 
But you know why I like it now, Ruhani? Yeah. I realized, first of all, I could just go out. I don't have to put on any makeup. Nobody can even tell, right? Yeah. It's so great. Also, um, it's really cold now. And the mask keeps me warm. I, <laughs> it's, I thought, oh, I like this. I, it's like kind of like when you go skiing and you wear a ski mask. It's, huh, this feels pretty good. And, uh, and then the third thing I like it for is I certainly haven't gotten the flu you know, just the uh-huh. regular flu or a regular cold or anything. So I imagine just wearing the mask is protecting us uh, from any other virus that might be going around. Yeah, I used to get so many colds and so like I see a lot of viruses um, during this time of year. I've always fallen sick pretty easily, but I've had nothing. Um, no, I say I'm exactly with you because I work with I work with little kids a lot and and a lot of young people and have always been really active and so in the past I always would would get something, um, but I haven't in two years had anything and I guess it's because well, it's almost two years uh, was it 22 months now or something oh, yeah I guess because I've been wearing a mask. So do you have any plans for New Year's or will you be watching a movie or or with family or do you know yet? No clue. Um, I think in San Francisco, they probably canceled their events like they did in New York. Um, yes, I'm sure they will this year if yeah. they haven't already. So probably just, I don't know, meet up with family. Hopefully I think that would be great. I think it's always nice to spend New Year's with family and mm-hmm. the countdown it's always so much fun. Well, one of the things that we've done um, is we just will dress up and we'll put on, you know, like my husband will put on black tie and I'll put on evening gowns and the kids will get all dressed up and we'll have like a, a festive, you know, a festive meal. And then we, we used to watch the countdown from New York, but or we get out pots and pans and we make our own band. <laughs> and, you know, just do something fun and funny and memorable. But but um, that's always been kind of fun. But, you know, I do think that this is going to be one of those years that we're just going to have to play it a little easier. I know I was talking to friends who are all there. Everybody seems to be canceling their New Year's plans yeah. right now because that that seems to be the smart thing to do. And. The way I look at it is, as long as we're alive, we have another one to look forward to. That's right? true. I but think being if you get is sick, one. Yep. Yes, I think health is wealth. So let's be healthy. I think that is the key to everything. And uh, and let's look to the future. Let's help it to make it as bright and merry as possible. And also get out in nature. If, yeah. if we can spend more time in nature, uh, that will be help us to be healthy. And, you know, another thing I was just thinking, because we did that show on climate change and we've been I know mm-hmm. we're all all of our reporters and hosts are very adamant about we have to do something to protect our planet. And think about it when we first shut down, how quickly it seemed like life was coming back. You know, oh, animals yeah. were walking in the street. I mean, it was a little crazy. I mean, the air was cleaner, all of that. So maybe this is Mother Earth telling us, hey, human race, <laughs> you started you started to be good kids, and then you went back to your normal way. So I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to just give you a little bit of a, you know, <laughs> a bump again and let's shut down a bit. 
So maybe we just have to look at this as a blessing and a lesson that we need to take care of each other. And we need to take care of Mother Earth because this is the only Earth that we have to live on, at least at this time. Exactly. And we're not infallible. And it's very important to take care of what we have. You know, we've had so many segments on it. And it's a great way to, you know, get that message across about how urgent it is to, you know, just take care of your community and do whatever you can to help. I agree with you. Well, I think it's almost time for you to start reading some of your poems because <laughs> okay. I am very anxious to hear those poems. And I'll give out the website if people are interested in getting any of the Be The Star You Are books. Uh, we, ha- we have a series, Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, Learning to Make a Difference, Be the Star You Are for Teens, and Be the Star You Are Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World. Uh, You can find them at starstyleradio.net. Any purchase of books goes to Be the Star You Are charity, so it supports this radio show and our Be the Star You Are radio show that's on Wednesdays from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. So um, that's just a little... A commercial for <laughs> for the books, but you know they are they are all award winning books, and there are other books uh, there as well. Or you can also just go to cynthiabryan.com, which is my website, and click on Star Style Store, and the money will go to be the star you are. But Ruhani, thank you so much for having me on this 600th so show. <laughs> I am so excited. It makes me it gives me a resolution that um, uh, hopefully the resolution will be that we'll be able to have another 600 shows, which will probably take, you know, another 10 years or so. (laughs) (laughs) But we will but we will do it. So let's uh, let's get to our next segment so that you can read your poems. And I'm I'm just grateful that everybody's been listening here to express yourself so make sure to check out express yourself teen radio at express yourself teen radio.com and i am uh, cynthia bryan producer of this show and with me is ruhani who is just an amazing host and so she's a wonderful poet so (laughs) stay tuned just stay tuned thank you Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. 
Hey everyone, we're back and I will be reading some of my poems. So these ones are kind of full of, you know, teenage angst because another year passes, more growing up. And this one doesn't have a title, but I think the message is pretty clear. Part of the problem is that I still believe youthful magic will return to me in due time. Sticky, sweet summer days, dripping raspberry popsicles, sitting on the laps of grandparents who still had the capacity to carry me around. We caught fireflies on the balcony, counting them as they came, so that when the sun descended into that pastel array of pink and orange, they all sang their happy song. Because I should be mourning what cannot return to me, but how can I accept the bleak absence of innocence? Halloween costumes are no longer to scare friends. Let's see how well they emphasize my curves. The dark doesn't scare me anymore. The solitude does. Who knew growing up would be so lonely? And as the holiday season approaches, replicating unburdened joy is a futile effort, especially since the only gift I desire is the gift of the past. Yet I feign oblivion, carry out the hope, I will wake up to those sun-soaked afternoons, grandpa and grandma beside me, wait for the pretty June bugs to sing their song. Then I go to bed, counting the days until I can buy that ghoulish, frightening costume, counting the days until Santa drops by, because Christmas is Christmas again, and this is the only life I've ever known. So yeah, that was my poem kind of on growing up, and it was pretty sad, but you know, sometimes when you're thinking about being a younger kid, those feelings of nostalgia just kind of transform to whatever that was on paper. And this one is actually for the woman in my family. doesn't have a title either, but I wanted to share it. Um, okay, so my skin glows with the strength of the woman in my family who came before me, my mother, whose suppressed dreams shaped into the words I now write. Her back is straight despite carrying the load of a whole family's burdens. And to my mother's mother, whose infinite love led me to believe my voice is as soothing and powerful as hers. And to my father's mother, whose hands inked words and in gurmukhi for me to ingest in the future. Yeah, so that was my poem, homage to all the women in my family. Uh, my father's mother was a writer. She wrote a lot of poetry and Gurmukhi is basically her mother tongue. And yeah, a lot of her poems, I unfortunately cannot read without translations because I'm not fluent in writing Gurmukhi, but it's still very beautiful to see. And maybe that's where I get my passion from. And this is my last poem. Um, this is also kind of goes with, you know, growing up kind of bleak, but I think it's pretty cool. So this is called Unanswerable Questions. Is it better to die as youth so every dream is immortalized in my forever 16th soul instead of naive fantasies that amounted to nothing? Or should I venture into adulthood clouded by delusion that the strings of a perfect fate will unravel in due time? Yep, that was my shortest one, but I think it conveys the message I was trying to put across. And, you know, growing up is a process, so some days I feel pretty bad about it, some days I feel pretty good, and today is one of those days I feel pretty good. And again, I'm excited to see what next year will bring out, 
And unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show. I hope everyone enjoyed our 600th broadcast. And as always, we express our gratitude to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment crew, especially our audio engineer, Andrew. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and a huge thank you to our listeners for making us the top-rated program. For more information about the Be The Star You Are charity, visit www.bethestarur.org and find us on Instagram at Express Yourself Radio. Thank you for listening to our 600th broadcast again, and happy holidays. Make sure your new year is happy, healthy, and healing. Make smart goals to reach for your dreams. Always remember to speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself